Hey everyone, Candace Eisner back at you this week, and I wanted to talk to you about coming up with a marketing plan that actually works for you. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey everyone, happy whatever day of the week it is when you're listening to this podcast. I hope you are doing well this week. As I'm recording this, it is mid-October and uh I've been doing a uh, series of newsletters to my email list. By the way, if you want to get on that email list, just head over to happylittlebiz.com and uh, you'll see a sign-up form. Throw your email in there and you're on my list. Um, But anyway, um, the reason why I'm mentioning that is right now I am doing a uh, series of emails about planning your marketing. Um, I think... Anyone who owns any kind of business, Um, I mean, obviously this podcast is sort of dedicated for massage therapists or anyone who works sort of in health and wellness, similar careers who could, you know, gain benefit from learning about how to market yourself as someone in those professions. So I've been doing the the marketing emails for, uh, we're going on, it'll be three weeks this week. And basically I'm just teaching you a little bit about how to make those marketing efforts fit into the schedule that you have. Because like I started saying a minute ago, um, and kind of got off track as I sometimes tend to do on the podcast, you know that it's important. I'm sure almost anybody listening to this podcast knows that it's important to go do some kind of marketing. You know, gone are the days where, um, you could basically just open your business and put out maybe an A-frame sign and, you know, do okay for yourself. Um, these days, you really do need to f- do more focused online marketing. Um, there's a lot more, I don't know if competition is quite the right word. Maybe it is for some of you. It depends on where you are and, and what it is exactly that you do. Some of you do have high competition in your industry. Others, less so. But yeah, you can't just sort of uh, willy-nilly open a business these days for the most part. Most of us do need to think about where we're promoting ourselves online, whether, you know, what social media platforms we are using to promote ourselves, and just how to make that all work so that you're reaching the right kinds of people, so you're attracting the right kinds of clients, so you're building a business that is solid for you, makes sense for you, supports the life that you really want to have. So, For this week, I wanted to give you a little bit of an overview of how to plan out your marketing efforts. So I'm not going to talk about the other things that I'm talking about in the series um, of emails. Um, You'll have to join the email list for that. And and I'm not doing that, you know, to be a to be a pain in the butt or may force you to join my email list. I'm not about that. I'm not into that. But because this podcast would probably be an hour long or more if I talked about all the topics at length. So instead, I'm just going to cover scheduling because I think that's the sticking point for a lot of people. They can figure out maybe where they should be focusing their efforts. Maybe not. Like, And I did do a newsletter about that. If you want a copy, again, get on my list and let me know. I'm happy to send you a copy. Or, you know, for some people, they can figure out what types of things to post, and maybe they even know some of the tools, and those are some other topics that I'll be covering or have already covered. 
But it's the where the heck do I find time factor that's really difficult for some people. So that's why I wanted to talk about that on the podcast. And I also talked about it in my newsletter. So what a lot of people wonder is how often they should be posting content, what types of things they should be thinking about posting, and where are they going to find time to do it? Because say you're a massage therapist, we usually use that as our example here, but this really fits for no matter what it is you do, you know, where are you going to find time to do it? Okay, so you've got clients to see, and you have your linens to clean, you have your charts to do, and you also have to, uh, let's see what else you might have to do in your day. You might have some phone calls to return, some emails to return, all those client management things that you know, are kind of obvious. And then, by the way, you probably have a personal life too. It's probably not all just about work. So say you're pretty busy. How the heck do you fit in your marketing stuff? Do you really want to fit it in? Well, hopefully the answer is yes, that you see the values, see the importance of the marketing. So here's my recommendation on how to make this really work. Because it can be overwhelming to try and squeeze that one more task into the day or try and plan out something, especially if you've never really done this kind of stuff before. And for a lot of people working in health and wellness and fitness, you haven't done a ton of marketing before. It's just not something that, you know, is your your forte per se, you know, and I hear you. So here's how you do that. What I suggest you do is you create a content calendar to work from. So that, so hearing that you might be like, whoa, 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 hold on. We just said we don't have time for that. So where do you think I'm going to come up with the time to create a content calendar, Candace? I'm shutting this podcast off. I hope you don't actually do that because there is a way to make this work that is reasonable and will fit into your schedule unless unless you're so overwhelmed that you just really truly do not have even another like say hour that you can get out of your month. If you do not have an hour in the month you can find to do this, then yeah, okay. Maybe this isn't for you. Maybe maybe you need to outsource your marketing. Like if you are that busy, maybe that's what you need to do. But I think for most solo solopreneurs, as we call them, or solo practitioners, people who primarily just work for themselves and they don't really have a team working with them, you can find an hour in your month to do this kind of task to, you know, hour or two. It depends on how in depth you get into it. So it can be totally manageable, you know. So if you're the super organized type and you love checklists and you love, you know, uh, making to-do lists and that kind of thing, you're going to love this. You're going to think like this is the best thing. And if you're not super into that, you're like, oh, I'm not really that kind of organized personality. This will still work for you as long as you follow the steps, okay? So before you even start, the first thing you need to think about is how often you want to be creating your content, So that was the first question, right? Like how often should I be posting content? Well, my suggestion for you is that if you're on social media, so if it's Facebook or Twitter or Pinterest or whatever, start with once a day and see how that goes. So that, no, I'm not saying launch right in and start with once a day. What I'm saying is when you make your content calendar, plan on daily postings. 
Try it for a month, see how it goes. If after the first month you're going, wow, that really went terrible or nobody seemed to be reading my posts or whatever it was, then reassess. Do you have to do it a little bit more often or a little bit less often? What will work for you? But start with daily because that's a good way to get into the habit and it's also fairly common. I would say most businesses, the most common posting frequency is daily, okay? And remember, um, with uh, with blogs and with newsletters, you probably don't need to do daily. So again, you know, if you heard daily and you went, oh God, like I'm going to have to write a whole newsletter daily. No, 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 don't worry. For newsletters and blogs, things that are sort of a little bit longer, you're spending more time, it's more content, it's not just sort of a little quick thing. I would recommend weekly to start and see how that feels, see how that goes after a month or two. And again, make adjustments where you need to. And the other thing I want to mention is that, you know, if you're on my newsletter list, you know this, but don't try and start out posting everywhere. Okay. You need to think about what's going to be the most effective method to reach the audience that you want to reach. So if they're on Facebook for sure, maybe focus on Facebook and then also send out, say, a weekly newsletter to your current clients or anyone else who expresses interest on being on your, your list. Maybe that's a good place to start for you. For other people, it might be a little bit different. Like maybe your audience is more on Twitter. Um, so you want to focus on, say, Twitter and Instagram, maybe that combination and nothing else for a little while. Maybe you've already got a blog going and you're feeling comfortable with that. So now you just want to plan it a bit more, plus add in Instagram. You know, there's all kinds of combinations depending on, again, what what it is you do and uh, who it is you're trying to reach, where you can find them, right? So don't try and do everything all at once or this content calendar is going to get really stressed, st- sorry, stressful and frustrating and you're going to maybe not want to do anything. Start small and if you're finding it's working and maybe you want to branch out a little bit, you can. But again, start small. Start with just one or two places you're posting your content and work out from there, Okay. So in order to create a daily or weekly, depending on the schedule, and there is a way to combine those two, by the way, to make it work together, and I'll get to that in a minute, you need to sit down once a month. So like I mentioned earlier, you know, find an hour or two. Two is better, but you can get this done in an hour if you're super focused. So set down with a a paper calendar or sheet of paper, your favorite like planning app, if you're an app kind of person, Full disclosure, I will be talking about some apps in one of the newsletters coming up. And just, I want you to do the following, okay? There's four steps. So step number one is I want you to think about those ideal clients. Who are the people you really want to reach, you really love, like you, you really click with when they book with you, or they're the ideal match for your services? So those ideal people, what would they like to hear from you, okay? Or what kind of things would you want to share with them? So you should be mixing posts directly about your business. So for example, suggesting they book appointments with you or letting them know about like openings you have that week with posts that are relevant to what you do, but not directly about your business. So for example, um, say you work with a lot of athletes and you found an interesting article about running and you know a lot of the people you see would would find that interesting, then you would share that. So the reason why you do that is simply so that it's not just a constant like barrage of like, hey, book an appointment with me. Hey, don't forget I exist. Hey, me, 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 me. People don't really like that. They don't find they get a lot of connection to that. But if you're posting a mix of information, you're posting some stuff that you've personally created, whether it's blog posts or 
uh, reminders about your your newsletter or reminders about bookings that you have coming up or an event you're attending or whatever. So a mix of that stuff in with other things that they might find interesting and are relevant to sort of what you do in the people that you're seeing, you're going to find that that creates a much better uh, connection with people. And if you've ever looked at um, a lot of the smaller businesses in your area and looked at their social media, the ones that are really successful, chances are good that's exactly what they're doing. They're they're posting some stuff that's just about them and they're posting some stuff that's just like, hey, look at this neat community event coming up or hey, you know, I found this really hilarious article today. I thought it might, you know, brighten your day, that kind of stuff. So for the most part, the companies that do the best, whether you're a company of one or a company of 30 or whatever, um, tend to kind of mix it up a little bit. And that's, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. So now that you've got that information, so, uh, you know, what kinds of things it is you're going to be thinking about posting, how often you're going to post and all that kind of stuff, I want you to make a list of about 10 topics you can create posts about. So here's an example, okay, because you're like, wait, like 10 topics? Like, what do you mean by topics? So here's an example. If you are a massage therapist who works primarily with athletes, here's your list, okay? We're going back to that example. Number one would be booking reminders, um, available openings. So anything to do with please book with me. That would be the one topic. Another topic would be events at your business or that your business is attending. So you have an open house or um, you say you're running a promotion. I realize for massage therapists, promotions may not be appropriate. It depends on where you're working. But if you're running some kind of promotion, post about that. Or um, if your business is participating in some other type of event, maybe it's charitable, whatever. So whatever that might be, events at your business is another topic. Fitness can also be a topic, just general posts about fitness, because if you're working with athletes, they care about fitness. Healthy lifestyle, again, similar to fitness, but it is a slightly different type of post you might be making. Say you read an interesting article in New York Times about nutrition. You could repost that Just say like, hey, you know, I read this. You guys might find this interesting. Self-care tips. Okay, so this could be stuff that you've written personally with tips on how to care for an injury or stretch better or whatever it might be. Okay, local events. So local events is different from events at your business because it may not involve you at all. It may be simply like, hey, by the way, the business down the street is having like a 50% off sale on all their yoga gear. And I thought you guys might be interested as, you know, athletes and all. Or and another idea there is inspiration. So uh, say um, you know the clientele that you see, they they find posts with inspiration helpful, inspiring. They, they like inspirational quotes. They like inspirational pictures, that kind of thing. So there's some ideas just to help you get started. And if you're working in, with some other niche, you're, whether... You know, whether it's pregnancy or whether it's um, office workers or whether it's women with babies or whatever it is, whatever kind of clients you're trying to attract, I'm sure you can come up with a list just like that one. You need about 10 topics, give or take a few, and it'll become clear in a minute why you need that many topics. So, you know, part of it, hint, hint, is so that you're not constantly posting, book with me, book with me, book with me. Because again, like I said, you're not going to get great results if that's the only thing you're ever posting about. No one wants to be barraged, you know, every single day with a reminder to book an appointment with you. That's not really, that's not great. Put yourself in their shoes. How would you feel about that? Probably not so great, right? So 
So the reason why you make this list is so that each month you can start with the same list from the previous month and change things as you need it. And also this is the list you're going to be using to, to put into your content calendar, which we'll get to um, we'll get to in a minute. But the idea here is that you've got this list, which you can change as you need. So you're not working from zero. So after the first time you do this, you have already a framework developed to get this done. So maybe the first time you do this task, it'll take you two hours, but in future months, it might take you 45 minutes or an hour. You're just like, yeah, you know, I've got this. I know what I'm doing. So step two, we're now on to step two. I want you to take a look at the month ahead with your calendar or your app or whatever you're doing to plan it out. Are there obvious things you can post about like holidays or events you're beholding or attending, that kind of stuff? And another thing actually you can post about, and you may have seen this on social media, this works better on social media than it does in a newsletter or a blog, sort of, it, I guess it depends on the topic. So you'll notice sometimes there's like awareness days or kind of social media days. So like hashtag national donut day, who doesn't like donuts? <laughs> but you know, maybe if that one's not appropriate for you, there's also other types of awareness days. For example, October 10th was World Mental Health Day. There is a list of those, uh, you know, out there on the internet. If you just Google, um, you know, social media hashtag days, you'll probably find a post. Um, so if, if those are relevant to what you do, or you could at least post about some of them, that is helpful. And that's the kind of thing where you can put it into your calendar. So say it was the beginning of October, you could put on October 10th, you know, national, um, or sorry, world mental health day. And then you would make a post on that day about mental health, right? So add those holidays, the events, other items that you know you have coming up to your content calendar. So you know that's what you're going to be posting about that day or the day before and the day of, something like that. Whatever seems to make sense to you, depending on what the event, holiday, whatever is. Step three now. Now that we've got the basics into our calendar, the things that we know we need to plan for and post about, we go back to the list we made in step one. Are any of those items things that you need to post on specific days or times or something that's, you know, like that would be better for you as a business? So for example, the booking reminders, has it usually been better for you? Like, have you already been doing this and finding that it's better to remind people about appointments once a week on Mondays and that will fill up your calendar for the rest of the week, like any openings? If you've been doing that, or if you, you think that that would probably be effective, then what you should do is on every Monday, make a post about booking reminders. So you would write down for every Monday or type in whatever, booking reminder. And that is the category of post you're gonna make on Mondays. So for the rest of the items, you have to decide how often you'd like to post them. An easy way to start basically is just you look at your calendar and how many days have blanks and say it's 20 days, you know, and say you're gonna choose um, 10 of the topics, all 10 of the topics. Therefore, you've got 20 days, you've got 10 topics, therefore each topic needs to be used twice. That's pretty easy math, right? So you fill up your calendar with the rest, kind of a little bit randomly. So don't, maybe not, don't post the same topic two days in a row maybe, but yeah, fill up your calendar with the rest of the days. So say uh, October 25th, you've chosen to post about fitness and on the 27th, you're gonna choose to post about an inspirational quote that you think your clients would like. 
So that's what I mean by fill up the rest of the days with the remaining topics that haven't already been completely done. So if you already put uh, fitness on two days and you only needed 20, then, you know, fitness is over. Try to find another topic or use one of the other topics you wrote down for the rest of the days. Hopefully you guys see what I mean by this. So now you've filled up your calendar. That actually was step four. I forgot to say that. So step three is figure out how often you want to post about the rest of the topics. And step four is fill up the calendar with everything. Forgot to say that. Sorry. There's your step four. So again, use whatever order feels good to you. Put a topic on each day that you've got a blank and you're done. You've got a full content calendar of planned posts and it doesn't take that long to do. Like I said, the first time you do it, it might take a bit longer. Now, what did I mention earlier about having two types of things? In other words, say you're posting to social media and you're also posting to a blog and you're not doing both of those daily. Well, how do you do that? Well, here's the easy way to handle that because there's, there's two ways that I have seen to do that. If you have the extra time, well, I'll come back to that. So the easy way is if you use your daily plan for your Facebook posts or your social media posts, then what you do is each week you look at the breadth of posts that are over that week and you use those topics to create your weekly newsletter or blog content. Okay, that's the way you handle that. Or that's the easiest way to handle that. So now, so now not only have you got, you know, your Facebook posts planned, but the newsletter content, you can look at it and go, oh, okay, I've got a bunch of topics I can write about for my newsletter. Now, one thing I do want to caution you is do not make your newsletter simply a cut and paste from what you post to Facebook. That's not appropriate. You have to post a different type of content when you're doing the sort of the longer form Facebook, or sorry, longer form newsletter type stuff. Cutting and pasting from your Facebook page is not really that helpful, but you can certainly reuse the topics. So if you posted an, a link to an interesting article about running, you could also use the same link in your newsletter, but say something about it. Say something expanded like, uh, you know, I found this research interesting because of da da da, or um, I was interested in this story because it tells about uh, how running helps mental health. And I thought you guys might all find this interesting, da da da. Like whatever it is you want to post about. But the point being, don't just cut and paste from Facebook, like I just said, or whatever the social media is. Take a little bit more time to expand on it when you're doing it as a blog post or a newsletter or something that's a bit more long form. Now, the other way you can do it, like I kind of alluded to a second ago, is that there are there is a slightly longer way to do it. And the other way would be to have two content calendars. Okay, this is the longer way. But for some of you, especially if you do have the time or you get really good at creating your content calendars, this might be okay. Um, so what you do, again, is you use the first method where every day has something on it for your social media. And then for um, blog posts and whatever, you simply sit down and think about one major topic you want to write about each week um, that has maybe nothing to do with the other content calendar. You don't have to reference that calendar at all. You can if you want to, certainly, to help you draw ideas. So you would just sit down and say you were going to send your newsletter or publish your blog every Wednesday. Then on every Wednesday of the month, you would write down a topic and you know that that is what you're going to have to have posted or ready every Wednesday. 
So that's it. That's the four steps. So again, let's review those real quick. Step one is thinking about your ideal clients and thinking about what kinds of topics they would like to hear about that aren't just related to your business, but are also related to what's important to them. And I want you to make a list of about 10 of those types of topics. Step two is take a look at the month ahead. Are there events, holidays, other things that you're going to want to have to, or you're going to want to have to, huh? You're going to want to post about. You're going to want to post about, say, Christmas. You're going to want to post about um, that networking event that you're going to be attending that's open to the public, whatever it might be, those kinds of things. So that's the second thing is make a list of those and put those into your calendar. Step three is go back to that list we made of topics that we talked about in step one and think about how often you want to post for each one. And step four is look at all the blanks in your calendar and fill it up with those topics. So now you have a full content calendar that will help you get those posts done. So when it comes to each day and you're going, uh, I know I'm supposed to post to Facebook every day, but what am I going to post about? Oh God, what do I do? You've got a calendar to reference. So that's going to help you a heck of a lot in trying to figure out what you're going to want to put out there and, you know, what might be helpful to actually reach your clients and not just, you know, the first thing that pops in your head because you're a little stressed about it or it's hard to fit it into your schedule and you're not really sure what to post. So that's it for me for this week. If you have questions about this topic, please feel free to reach out. As always, my email is Candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E at Nixie, N-Y-X-I-E dot C-A. And I'll be back at you next week with another topic about building the life and business you want as a health, wellness, or fitness entrepreneur. See you then. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening into this week's podcast episode. I really do appreciate your time. If you're new to the podcast, hey, let me introduce myself. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former registered massage therapist in the province of Ontario. I like to say retired registered massage therapist, actually, because it sounds a little bit more fun. Hey, Freedom 35! But let's be real here for a second. I'm not actually retired. I am retired from the profession of massage therapy, but what I'm doing these days is I am helping those who work in healthcare or fitness or wellness build practices and businesses that really align with who they are and what they want out of life. That is really my big mission. That is important to me. So if you head on over to happylittlebiz.com, you can read a little bit more about who I am and what I'm about and read some of my free articles that I have available. You can also keep listening to this weekly podcast. I'd love it if you did that. And actually speaking about that, if you do enjoy the podcast, if you find it helpful, I would be so appreciative if you would share this episode or share another episode with friends or relatives or other people you know who work in health and wellness and fitness so that we can have more people listening to the podcast. And the more people that listen, the more topic ideas or requests I get, the better the podcast is. It works out well for all of us. So you can just share this on social media. You can share it by email, wherever you like you want to go. Um, if you need a link, head on over to happylittlebiz.com. You can get a link to my podcast episodes there, or you can just link people to Happy Little Biz. That would be great too. So thanks again. I really do appreciate it. This is it for this week's podcast, and I will see you back here next week.